Welcome to Data-Based Projections. Data is often the basis for how we see the world and how the world sees us. Understanding these data-based projections is the focus of this podcast, which discusses topics related to data analytics, machine learning, and data science. Produced and hosted by Jim Harris. In a previous episode, I defined data science, machine learning, and data analytics in that order, since it reflects a descending order of analytical advancement. Because I see data science as advanced machine learning, and machine learning as advanced data analytics. In this episode, I want to talk about what I call the three questions of data analytics. One, what problem are we trying to solve? Two, what data can we apply to that problem? And three, what analytical techniques can we apply to that data? Too many times I have seen people and projects start with question three, or start by using their favorite answer to question three, without ever bothering to ask the first two questions. Lost time, effort, and cost that way lies. So let's go through these questions in their proper order. Question one, what problem are we trying to solve? Do not pass question one. Do not collect 200 gigabytes of data. And if you do, then go directly to data analytics jail. If you cannot answer question one, just stop. Even if you want to argue the benefits of going on a data walkabout, just to bliss out on the bits and bytes and see what happens, you should at the very least make it well known that that is exactly what you are doing. There is value in exploratory data analysis, but even then it is usually framed with some guiding principle or broad objective. And it's okay if your answer to question one changes after some initial data analysis. But whenever someone asks for my assistance with data analytics, the first words out of my mouth are going to be, what problem are we trying to solve? Because I am willing to jump down that rabbit hole with you, but only if I know we are hunting rabbits. And if you cannot answer question one, before I walk away from you, I will ask you to be very, very quiet until you can tell me what problem are we trying to solve? Question two, what data can we apply to that problem? Congratulations, we know the problem we are trying to solve. Now what data can we throw at it? Question two easily expands into a multi-part question. Where does that data come from? Who collected that data? Is it internal or external to our organization? What else do we know about the data? How was it created? Are we getting the data from its source or from the output of a downstream process? Has a data quality assessment been performed on the data? Who can we ask these and other questions about the data that we cannot answer ourselves? The worst thing you can do is just grab some data that seems like it should be applicable. We are trying to solve the problem of increasing sales. So this data set of last year's sales transactions must be able to help us, right? 
Maybe, maybe not. Perform some preliminary data profiling and, whenever possible, talk to some people who have domain knowledge and subject matter expertise about the data, as well as other people who have used the data, what they use the data for, and whether the data helped them achieve their goals and why. How much data you need is also an important sub-question. It's often practical to start with a sample of data and then scale up later. Be thoughtful about how you sample to minimize bias. Again, preliminary data profiling can verify the sample has a good distribution of values relevant to the problem you are trying to solve. You also need to realize that there are problems that cannot be solved with available data. You may need to, or want to, create an environment to collect data under conditions applicable to the problem you are trying to solve. A-B testing in marketing is an overused example, but precisely because it is a good example, of creating the data you need through controlled experimentation. The bottom line is that the results you get from any kind of data analytics is often most dependent on the data you analyze. Question three, what analytical techniques can we apply to that data? And now we get to where everybody wants to start. Bring the neural network online. Prepare the machine learning depth charges. Damn the analytical torpedoes. Full speed ahead. Whoa, hold your horses. And watch out for more of my weird puns. We are still in the late stages of the data science hype cycle. So there is a tendency to want to unleash the AI kraken or think everyone is doing machine learning, so let's do that. However, you really should climb the ladder of analytical advancement starting at the bottom. SQL queries, business intelligence tools, data visualizations, and other tricks of the traditional trade of data analytics should be what you try first. You should only advance to machine learning if you had a legitimate reason for doing so meaning that you cannot analyze the data effectively or comprehensively without it. And even if you do decide to go all logistic on that data's ASCII, or extremely boost its gradient, or randomize its forest, or bathe its naivete, you still need to supplement and complement machine learning with traditional data analytics techniques. The point is, that when applying analytical techniques to data in the service of trying to solve a specific problem, start simple and only increase the complexity as needed. Follow the KISS principle, K-I-S-S. Keep it statistically simple. If the data analysis does not need statistics, then it is simple. Don't bring statistics to a SQL fight. Don't try to solve a problem with machine learning that you can solve with data analytics. And don't believe a more complex problem is an either-or choice between data analytics and machine learning. The data may be binary, but your choice is not. Most complex problems 
require unified analytics. Before I summarize this episode's key points, here's a word from our sponsor. A proven unified analytical warehouse for data-driven customers, Vertica provides freedom from underlying infrastructure with massively scalable in-database machine learning. So you can analyze data with highest performance, regardless of where that data resides. Whether on-premises, in the clouds, on Apache Hadoop and S3 data lakes, or a combination of all of them, Vertica supports your mission-critical analytics with one unified platform. Vertica delivers the same core enterprise-class advanced analytics on any choice of cloud for any size organization. Spin up Vertica in minutes from the AWS, Azure, or Google Cloud Platform marketplaces. Scale analytics elastically by adding cloud instances on the fly. Run analytics on massive S3 and Hadoop data lakes without having to move data into Vertica. Seamlessly replicate Vertica databases between on-premises and cloud or across different cloud providers. Take advantage of Eon Mode to capitalize on cloud economics even further with the separation of compute and storage. This enables organizations to take advantage of cloud-optimized architectures not only in public clouds, but on-premises or in a private cloud, giving companies the agility to scale, compute, and storage independently, up or down, as needed. No one can predict the future analytical needs of your business. The right analytics architecture today might not be the right analytics architecture next year. You need the broadest range of deployment models so that you can adapt as your analytical needs evolve. With complete freedom from underlying infrastructure, Vertica delivers on the promise of big data and future-proofs your analytics like no other platform can. Find out why the world's leading data-driven enterprises rely on Vertica. Try it for free at Vertica.com. This episode discussed what I call the three questions of data analytics. Number one, what problem are we trying to solve? Number two, what data can we apply to that problem And number three, what analytical techniques can we apply to that data? Before you get started on any data analytics efforts, you need to have at least preliminary answers to these three questions, especially question one, what problem are we trying to solve? As Charles Kittering once well said, a problem well stated is a problem half solved. After stating the problem well, you can then turn your attention to choosing or collecting the data best suited to being applied to that problem. The results you get from any kind of data analytics is most dependent on the data you analyze. So be thoughtful and deliberate about data selection. When choosing how to analyze that data, avoid the tendency to jump to complex analytical techniques. Climb the ladder of analytical advancement starting at the bottom. SQL queries, business intelligence tools, data visualizations, and other tricks of the traditional trade of data analytics should be what you try first. You should only advance to machine learning if you have a legitimate reason for doing so, meaning that you cannot analyze the data effectively or comprehensively without it. Follow the KISS principle, K-I-S-S. Keep it statistically simple. If the data analysis does not need statistics, then it is simple. Don't bring statistics to a SQL fight. And don't believe a more complex problem is an either-or choice between data analytics and machine learning. The data may be binary, but your choice is not. Most complex problems require unified analytics. 
no matter what, always ask the three questions of data analytics. And in this order. One, what problem are we trying to solve? Two, what data can we apply to that problem? And three, what analytical techniques can we apply to that data? Thanks for listening to Data-Based Projections. We're available on all podcast platforms. Extended show notes for all episodes, as well as playlists of related episodes, can be found at ocdqblog.com forward slash dbp. Until next time, may the data be with you, always.